0: Hello, this is Willow Ewing, and welcome to episode seven of my education podcast. This episode is an interview with Hugh Gammel. Uh, Hugh read history at Cambridge and then spent most of his teaching life uh, teaching at Charterhouse. Uh, he was a housemaster for many years there and ended his career just uh, a year and a bit ago um, as registrar of the school, so the person that um, is in charge of admissions. Um, so, he reflected on his times uh, teaching from the 1970s up until uh, the present day. Uh, we talked a lot about teaching teenagers and how that has changed and what stayed the same as well. Uh, we talked quite a lot about teenage rebellion and uh, risk taking amongst teenagers and how that might have contrasted between the past and the uh, what, what he might say was the conformism of teenagers today. Um, we talk about mavericks and misfits and those uh, pupils of his that have really made him proud and have made a difference. Uh, we also talk about the uh, importance of having non-academic interests and how boarding schools and independent schools, whether they're right or, or, or wrong um, in uh, their, their ability or their, their, their existence, um, how they help with uh, developing that hinterland amongst teenagers. The sound quality is atrocious, I'm afraid. We had lunch in a nice pub and then I just set up the microphone as a bit of an experiment um, at the end over coffee just to record a few of his reflections. It's much shorter than the other um, podcast episodes. Um, So I'll certainly have learnt my lesson for next time. But if you persevere after a few minutes, I found that you begin to tune in and you can hear our discussion pretty well. Um, Any thoughts as ever, do let me know, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks very much. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
1: Well, I, I think they, I think kids experiment. I, uh, yeah. And just, it's it's whatever, whatever 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 is available to
2: experiment with. I, I, I don't think a huge amount has changed.
1: That's never been that's never been different. No, 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 no. I, I don't think so. And I, I, I think. Uh, and there are always some kids who are going to be more experimental than others, because that's the way kids are. Yeah. A lot of kids are, are really scared of
2: uh, drugs, because, they get enough propaganda, yeah. you know, they get told how dangerous these
1: things are, Yeah. and they get told that they might be expelled from school. Yeah. And some kids are natural risk takers, and others yeah. aren't. And the ones who get expelled from school very often get on to do amazing things later on in life. <laughs> so, you know, being at Spelman School is not necessarily the, the, the disaster that people often think it is. Absolutely. Because it's often a sign of having a sort of personality that is likely to lead to success later on, uh, which is risk-taking, you know, uh, entrepreneurship, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing how, many, I mean, I often say that actually being too successful at school is probably the worst, yeah. the worst thing. Because, you know, it may be that that's, that's the
2: you know, kind yeah. um, of, Not obviously always true. But it can be true. Do
1: and you the think poor, poor people who I'm kidding the games players, who, Yeah. Who yeah. are heroes of school and for whatever reason just don't don't make it later on, and they become rather sad people hanging around. You know, old, 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 boys. Old, old boys. They yeah. become they become. They become sort of professional old boys. And, yeah.
2: And,
1: you know, you see too much on the right or left. That's always a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they ought to be to better things. <laughs> and certainly, your school Day shouldn't be the best years of your life. Absolutely. That's that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you buy this line that there's something about the teenage brain neuro neurologically which is pro risk taking, or I'm, it's just I'm, a I'm passage of? I'm not. A, yeah. I'm not in any way expert, but yeah. I think. Did you see that in your time? Uh, what? teaching yeah. there, 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 there was something peculiar about the teenage risk taking that made it uh, a feature of being a teenager that then eroded as they went as they grew up
1: I I, I don't I mean as I I'm not really an yeah. expert I, I, I think teenagers by definition want to take on authority don't they yeah. I mean you know in many ways people who are too conformist at that age you, you think they're missing out of it yeah. uh, and and um, and you, it, as a housemaster, I didn't mind the people who were naughty. Yeah. I, I minded people who were malicious and I completely minded people who were, who, were, who, who, couldn't, who couldn't live peaceably with yeah. their neighbours. Yeah. But uh, the ones who were naughty in many ways, yeah, and that was part of, the, part of our job was to try and prevent them from yeah. you know, going completely off the rails, yeah. but, but, um, but it never completely bothered me. I didn't, didn't have sleepless nights over there. Do you think that now that we're in the time when,
0: let's say, the top jobs are ever more risk-averse when it comes to selecting candidates, that actually, compared to maybe when you first started teaching, that these days, if you don't have perfect grades and a a good university,
1: that your future is a bit stymied? I think so, possibly, but I think people who have real entrepreneurial talents and, and the kind of as you say the risk-taking yeah. uh, mentality that goes with it. They will, they will, they will find their way. Yeah. and oh, they may have disasters along the way, <laughs> shipwrecks. But on the whole, they're not. They're not going to be too downcast by that, and they'll, 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 they'll get there in the end. But if, you know, it all depends what you're looking for. If you, if you want to be successful in 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 the, in the sort of more conventional world, yeah, it's very, it's very good to 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 go through the conventional path. And those people are very, very well rewarded. Yeah. But yeah. the real, the people who, who make, make a difference, uh, you know, are, are, are often mavericks and, and often people who are very awkward at school. And, and you know, some of the most successful old Carthusians I know did, didn't complete the course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know, because they were too hot to handle. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Was that a
0: part of how you thought about your job as a teacher or or as a housemaster to prepare people successfully for for, for a successful future or prepare people to make a difference?
1: I think
2: uh, parents are paying the fees
1: so that their their sons will go through the conventional course and any, any schoolmaster who who ignores that yeah. is, is, is is not doing his job properly so as a teacher you know I wanted the, the kids I taught to, to do well I wanted to interest them in the subject so I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't just a matter of
2: preparing them for exams but that was part of the job as a housemaster
1: I used to, I, I, I like to encourage you know the, the people to, to really follow their their particular yeah. lines of, of interest, and even if those were quite unconventional, and I, you know, I'm really pleased that that a guy who wrote house plays when I was a house master is now writing plays yeah. as a,
2: you know,
1: as his profession. Yeah. And, uh, a, a chap who, who was you know some musicians who did brilliant music at Tata, as they're now professional musicians. Yeah. You know. And that's that that's I think the great glory of all boarding schools is you've got time. They can do their they can do their you know their studies and and and, and do all their do probably one of their exams and have lots of other time for the for, for the other things. Yeah. Uh, was there ever a conflict between
0: what you described earlier as being? your job as your parents saw it and maybe the job as you you might have conceived it as shaking up a child's conventional outlook on the world and actually steering them towards something more impactful yeah. more glorious more
1: i don't i don't realistic. think i ever tried to steer I, 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 the steering often came from them yeah um uh, and and so I wasn't trying to push people out of there, out of, uh, into things which, yeah. which they wouldn't necessarily necessarily be interested in. What I wanted to do was give them opportunities, enabling So if someone wanted to write a play, I said, go ahead and write it. Yeah. You know, I didn't say, no, that's going to interfere with your A-levels. Yeah. I, I yeah. said, go, go, go ahead and write it, and, and you know, we'll, we'll back you and we'll put it on. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and I always found that actually, Know, that probably getting success in one area tends to feed into yeah. others so, so very often the work um,
2: you know the work benefited rather than, uh, than,
1: than, 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 than was a casualty of that. I sometimes felt I was protecting you know these pupils from their parents a bit because I mean parents can't can be very, very much on their case and I, I was yeah. trying to you know, yeah. Yeah. to get 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 some sort of balance, we were, yeah. but yeah, you can't ignore parental concerns. Or so do the do the day job properly as it were. You were a
0: history teacher. You you yeah. must have had quite a few children going from GCSE to A level, whose parents wanted them to do a subject like economics, and the child wanted to do history. Yeah. How did you tackle that particular?
1: Well, I, I was lucky. The mm-hmm. history department at Charles is very successful yeah. and, and lots of people want to do history and, and one of the great glories of the British system actually is that it doesn't really matter what yeah. you do at university yeah. um, so um, if, if you if you read a subject like history and do it well, yeah. that doesn't close off many avenues yeah. and lots of lots of people who have done history have ended up as yeah. bankers and lawyers yeah. and, and you know some even carry on with history you yeah. don't know but yeah. most yeah. of them don't and yeah. um, I think that's so I didn't really have to, to have that argument. Yeah. We, um, we used to compete with, with economics a bit, but, yeah. but a lot of people didn't both. Yeah. Um, and so you know. and the idea that you learn anything useful from economics <laughs> is a uh, is, is, uh, uh, speechless one, in my okay. opinion.
0: <laughs>
1: so what did you think that you learned most about
0: what made teenagers Take yeah. over your time teaching and I suppose if there was a young teacher going into teaching now and you said well here are a few things I learned
1: about uh, uh, all I learned was that they're incredibly various yeah um, they can be they can be really difficult uh, but if you if you there's virtually no one who if you can find out what really is important to them yeah you can't actually boost them by by supporting that yeah uh, and say, again in a boarding school you have the,
2: the great benefit of time you've got time to both get to know them really well
1: but also to so so they can explore their particular interest passions um you know without it becoming a sort of issue yeah not doing their work. so um I think, I think
2: uh, that uh, yeah, there's something in. in, in yeah. I mean, I can, I can remember very few um, with all that information. boys and girls that I taught or was, I suppose, to, who was asked to didn't have something which, which sort of
1: Needs to made, be made to them light away. up. Yeah. You know, yeah. their eyes would yeah. suddenly, you know, all of a sudden, they go from surly. You know, impossible to. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, that that's something me. Yeah. Um,
2: and I. So even if it was something which I had knew nothing
1: about, especially it was, if it was sort of some arcane variety of, of, of music, um, I was still I still wanted them to, you know, write music for the band, whatever. Do it, yeah. do it, go do it. Don't talk about it, do it. And if you do it, you know, and, and, and gain some success at it, that, that benefits you all right. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I think, you know. Did uh, you
0: generally find that children needed more discipline or more encouragement?
1: I was never a great one for discipline. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean,. You know, getting up in the morning, all those sorts yeah. of things, is important, yeah. okay, uh, so, but, but,
2: my new i just been,
1: yeah. not really an issue. Uh,
0: Could you have seen yourself working in a more progressive school, like a, a B-dales or Bryanstone, where they really took that liberal I, I, think or, I, I mean,
1: yeah. uh, my career was mostly in one school, yeah. and, and, um, I've, I sort of, in some ways, regret that it wasn't more adventurous, but they kept kept offering me a new jobs, so, you know, uh, and my various rather feeble attempts to leave never never succeeded. So, so um, I, I think, you know, schools have, have obviously have different, different characteristics and different different uh, sort of ways they present themselves to the outside world. But, there's a lot of similarities between all of them, Absolutely, really. yeah. Uh, and Tires uh, so was always a liberal school. Yeah. There was always a lot of permissiveness there, yeah. uh, in terms of wanting to, you know, not permissiveness, in terms of allowing anything to go, but, yeah. but not having a, a, a draconian discipline system and um, allowing kids to express themselves yeah. as much as possible.
2: And I think, you know, I think all, all,
1: all schools are like that. Yeah, whatever whatever yeah. they whatever they say on the tin, underneath there's a lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, I think I think it's uh, it's really important. I suppose they reflect
0: their customer base to an extent. The private schools and that yeah. most parents are much more liberal with their children now than they yeah. than they perhaps were. I, mean,
1: I I I mean you know, they do want you to do a, a, yeah. a job. Yeah. They they, they 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 don't they're not happy. If, you end up, or if, if, if their child ends up, you know, completely off the rails yeah. and, and with no qualifications. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on the whole, that doesn't happen. Uh, and schools are pretty good uh, at yeah. it. And because, on the whole, when it comes to exams, at least yeah. motivation does eventually click in. Yeah. Even if yeah. It's, yeah. tragically late in some cases. <laughs> yeah. They usually just about get away with it. So.
0: Is it more of a casualty if someone leaves school, quote-unquote, off the rails because they have been too expressive and too given into their own emotions and not disciplined enough, or the opposite, where they are too repressed and they are almost too motivated either extrinsically by their parents or intrinsically?
1: Well, have that, I mean... I can remember examples of kids sort of collapsing under the the pressure. Yeah. uh, Partly from home and partly from within the school. It's pretty rare actually in childhoods. I think it's more common in schools which are more obviously, you know, where where really high performance. Yeah. You know, I always sort of think of, you know, Westminster, forty percent, or something, go to Uh, Oxbridge. I always think of the other sixty percent. You know, they're all failures, and yet they're they're going to top British universities and probably going to do really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think there's there's a sort of unique sort of pressure in those in those very highly academic schools and possibly particularly girls' schools. So um, uh, there weren't that many people who sort of couldn't cope because, yeah. of, because they were, in a sense, too, trying to be too perfect. Um, and I mean obviously we had some really sad examples of people who had to leave
2: partners right?
1: because you know they were stupid enough to get caught Yeah. Uh, usually more than once and maybe they learned something from that and uh, if they ended up you know getting good tutoring, they probably probably were were okay for the future you know people yeah. forget that. Yeah. Um, you're allowed. You're allowed to have. You're allowed to go. You know, to, to have a few blocks on your reception in, 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 in early years. Um, and there, there are the sort of kids who basically school just doesn't suit them because they're they're too rebellious and too, uh, you know, and and too opinionated and too determined to do their own thing. Um, but they very often will be very successful anyway. Yeah because they have that sort of entrepreneurial spirit about them, which, yeah. which, which is gonna, gonna ensure success in later years. So, I mean, I think, I think people who go to independent schools, private schools are very fortunate. Yeah. Um, because they do get a good education. They do inherit a really, really strong network. Uh, you know, a lot of things are made easier for them in later life because of that education. Whether it's right in yeah. in this day and age is very debatable, I think. Absolutely, uh, but it's there, and I don't blame parents for spending their hard-earned money uh, for, you know to to, to to give their kids that, that sort of advantage in life. Um, as long as they don't feel that, that you know the world owes them a living, and as long as they're not arrogant about it. I think i think that's really important i think it's one of the things that schools should make a big effort to 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 uh,
2: to, you know, to, wear it lightly. to 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 um,
1: yeah,
2: to
1: to I say they are fortunate. Yeah. yeah. And, and they they ought to feel some sort of sense of obligation to not just to enjoy their good fortune, but to contribute in other ways uh, and, and be good citizens. Um,
0: Did you see the teenagers change much from the seventies to two thousand and sixteen?
1: I think, in a superficial way, yeah. Obviously, I mean, you know. But I don't. I don't know.
0: Hairstyles and Hairstyle fashion, <laughs> and,
1: and, and you know, they were much more overtly rebellious. You know, when 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 I started teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, and, and they, in many ways, become much 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 easier. Yeah. Um,
0: Can you give some sense but, about how they were re- rebellious in the seventies, eighties?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the obvious things are of long hair and and But yeah. they were kicking over the traces of you know fairly what, what, what was in many ways a fairly old-fashioned. sort of system of education, uh, and uh, you know, endless compulsory games, all that sort of stuff, which no longer really exists. Uh, And a lot of kids just just hated all that. But um, I, I think you know the worst of that was probably over when I started, I started yeah. in 78, so, so yeah. most, of, most of that sort of really, yeah. it was my father's generation, to yeah. had to cope with all that, uh, and, and they did it very wisely, I think actually, uh, I, think, I think, you know, headmasters like Oliver Van Os at, at Charterhouse were really, really yeah. wise men, and they, they managed to kind of ride with the punches and, 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 and keep, keep the show on the road. when, when you know, when the when their, 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 their pupils were being really nightmarish, uh, and and they were very often had lots of very conservative members yeah. of staff sort of giving yeah. them a really hard time for letting letting all the sort of things that mattered go, like short hair and cricket. You know. uh, and and um, so I think I think uh, after one, I, I think social media—that's, yeah. I suppose, the biggest change—and and, and uh, luckily, I—I'm I, fortunate. I—I I didn't really have to deal with that too much. Did uh, you see
0: early when you retired? Did you see the
2: uh, haunting effect of
0: social media on the teenagers that you sort of say goodbye to?
2: I—I was it noticeable? Impact? I don't. I mean. I,
1: I, one of the great things, I think, is that if you offer most kids the choice between running around
2: after a football or or
1: getting involved in a in a, a play or yeah. or you know playing the guitar, thrashing a, at a drum kit, or sitting in their room, sort of gazing at pictures of, of each other. <laughs> Most of them will opt for, yeah. for the more active, uh, and I think again that's what independent schools can do. I think the uh, greatest enemy of, of teenage years is boredom, and I think I think social media fills fills up. Yeah, that. and I do feel sorry for kids who go home at three o'clock, um, you know, and spend the rest of the day talking to their friends on My yeah. on, on their phones. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I just think that's, that's rather sad, and, and so yeah, we had. I mean, there were definitely some some kids who got who got hooked on yeah. you know, gaming, and and there was some uh, in the latter years there was some certainly some nasty stuff on yeah. social media. Uh, by then, I wasn't really personally responsible for it anymore. Yeah. So, so uh, I got asked by my parents quite a lot, but. Uh, but we, we tried to, I mean, we tried to handle it the best we could. Yeah. Um, but One
0: of the criticisms that people make of social media, smartphones, gaming, is that it seems to leave teenagers even more uh, the victim of boredom. It sort of it drains yeah. the world of meaning yeah. or vitality mm-hmm. or richness in some yeah. way. yeah. Any thoughts on that? I think I think
1: I think it is sad because I think, I think there's nothing nothing can really replicate actual yeah. personal contact, doing yeah. things together. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you if you talk to, you know, as I do from time to time, people have you know I go I go to the old the old boys dinner of, of my Boarding house every year and, yeah. and talk to you know, people in their thirties and forties who are in there at night time. And I think they, you know, they still have really strong friendships, yeah. friendship groups from school, and, and they, the things they reminisce about are always to do with what they used to get up to. A lot of it nefarious, but uh, <laughs> the, those are the things they remember best. Uh, and.
2: You know,
1: I was vaguely aware of some of it, but certainly not of all of it, but, yeah. you know, uh, that's, and, and I, I don't think anyone's going to remember, you know, sort of trumps on, on WhatsApp, or, or uh, I mean, you know, uh, well, I, I may be wrong, yeah. but, but yeah. I, I just don't think that that has the same impact as a sort of genuine social yeah. interaction. Uh, so I, I do think it's sad, and I think it's incumbent on Schools to try as much as they can to provide alternatives. I don't, I, I don't think you can outlaw it by, yeah. by bans. I, I just don't think that works usually, because yeah. kids are amazingly clever about getting round bans. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like prohibition in America. As soon as you ban something, all, all, of a sudden, yeah. you know, you have a black market overnight, uh, and uh, it means you've, you've got no control. Uh, so, I think, I think. It's providing alternatives and, you know, obviously giving them the necessary education, yeah. warning them, but they don't tend to listen to warnings and they, to some extent, they have to yeah. back for themselves. And, so, yeah. Uh, no.
0: Talking about what your old students recollect when you see, see them now, what one of the common criticisms of the public school boy or girl is that beyond the scholars, all they seem to have remembered from their school days as games pranks yeah so sort of thing. that they've they haven't come out full of I suppose a rich a, a rich understanding of music art literature yeah. history
1: yeah. science do you think that is true? Oh. It, it depends yeah. uh, some of them have yeah um, and and um, those are the ones who have a natural Bent natural interests in those particular things, and and that's been stimulated yeah. and encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. Fact is that you know if you take 20 human beings, uh, probably 10 of them are going to be mainly motivated by yeah. by those things, you know, by work and pranks and uh, not work and yeah. uh, sport and pranks yeah. and, 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 and and so on. Well,
2: and
1: we perhaps is, perhaps yeah. more <laughs> the ones who are going to of a genuine passionate interest in music or yeah. or literature or something. Are probably the exceptions rather than the rule. Mm. I, th- I think having a is important. Yeah. I think, you know to enjoy reading and to enjoy listening to music. That's why so sort of amateur interest in those things. Yeah. I hope many of them do. Yeah. And Jordan uh, well, so to them, I think they, they tend to to sort of have kept up. And they've you know if they've been involved in them at school, yeah. even if it's only peripherally. Got, they'll, they'll have something to go on. Um, is
0: it a school's job to put
1: children in front of
0: great works of art, or literature, or music? And
1: I think it's a school's job to 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 introduce them. Yeah. Um, but I think I think too much, like everything else, yeah. too much compulsion is is likely to be counterproductive. Yeah. So you ought to have the opportunity. And again, it's not so much being put in front of; it's actually doing. Yeah. So you know, On
2: that island, when there is schools with. School theatres,
1: yeah. as Child House has, and yeah. most, of, most of the independent schools now have,
2: you know, as many
1: people as possible should be involved in, in those theatres. And uh, it shouldn't just be for the drama students or whatever.
2: Uh, and,
1: uh, you know, you should be doing great great plays regularly. Uh, you shouldn't just be doing stuff that is immediately accessible. Yeah. So you should do Hamlet every now and again. How uh, it actually works very well in schools often. Uh, you've got to have somebody who can learn the lines, but <laughs> if you have, you know, it's, it's actually a very good yeah. schoolboy school player. Yeah. And you know, equally, the musicians should be tackling really major yeah. works yeah. and and and, uh, and and so on. Uh, so, um, I think compulsion is always dangerous. Yeah. How tempting it is! It's it's likely to lead to a restive and yeah. difficult audience. Yeah. Um, but if you can create a, a, a an ethos in a school where people, on the whole, are prepared to you know, will, will want to back their friends or want to go to things even if they're not exactly their normal taste because they're prepared to experiment. They they, they, yeah. they want to and and. A culture of going to things rather than a culture of not going to things—that yes, yeah. I think really helps. Which, again, arguably smartphones and social media undermine. Can, Can do. Can do. But again, to else, you though. know, I, I think in 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 a school which got a lively kind of culture about it, yeah. they'd actually rather go and go to a theatre and, and watch a play than sit around playing games. Yeah. Uh, but it's really important. The theatre is really integral to the school yeah, yeah. and not just an elite thing which is doing stuff which yeah. nobody else is really interested in. Yeah. That's not too difficult with theater. I think I think with music, classical music is the most difficult. Uh, but again there should be you know some events which people really enjoy. Everybody goes to yeah. um, whether it be Harry's songs or, or yeah. Camelit Carols and ciao, so you know it's so they won't necessarily go to all the concerts, yeah. but at least you go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Hugh, finally, what, what are your thoughts on contemporary education, particularly boarding? and
1: Where do you see it going in the next few decades? Uh, a, I think it's astonishing that it's survived as well as it has. Yeah. I, think, I think it's got an awful lot of life still in it. I think, I think boarding schools have adapted. Uh, many of them have become much less Sort of full onboarding, yeah. uh, and I think that's that's popular with parents. Oh, I think actually it serves the need. I think they're they're much too expensive. I think that's, yeah. that's really sad. But I'm afraid that's that, that's happened. It's very difficult to grow back from that. But um, I mean, yeah, it's a great example of how actually being forced to listen to your your market, people, you know, the people who can. Can make you successful or not successful by sending their children to your school. Does force schools to be to be aware of what you know and and to and to adapt. And I think they'll probably carry on being successful. Uh, Everybody sort of expects them to die. Uh, You know, predict that they will die at regular intervals, but they don't Mm -hmm. seem to be showing many signs of dying at the moment. uh, some really strong brands out there, of course, which which, uh, which helps.